How glorious it is to be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, to be free from guilt and power of sin, to have the word of God in hand with answers to problems even before they arise. It's magnificent to be able to confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory and that today is the best day of my life and tomorrow will be better. Hallelujah is the appropriate comment on consideration of such magnificence. If you haven't yet made a decision for Jesus Christ, do it today. Click on to Further with Jesus for a glorious entrance into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said in Psalms 40, verses 6 and 7, Sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire. Mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me. God said in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 5 through 7, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldst not, but a body hast thou prepared me. And burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Man said that there is not one shred of real proof that Jesus Christ ever existed. And blasphemous men say that he was a fatherless child and a sorcerer, or equally as bad or worse, that Jesus Christ was just a great prophet. Now the record. Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God, full of grace and truth. The Bible declares of him that God created all things by Christ Jesus. Hebrews 1, 2. Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 17. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Jesus Christ spoke our molecular structure into existence by the word of his Father. Those who refuse this knowledge are simply living a lie. Basically, the skeptics are in denial. On God said, man said, fulfilled prophecy is one of the proofs that establishes the supernatural reality of the Holy Bible. The application of the simple laws of probability certify over and over again the bizarre impossibility that mere men wrote the scriptures. Take a little extra time to review Prophecy Prelude and the other articles in the Prophecy category on this website. Simply click on the hyperlinks that you've just read. On this website, we cite prophecies declared in the Bible and see them materialize hundreds and even thousands of years later. When the pen of probability is applied to these predictions, a calculation is generated that states the chances that a mere man has of making these predictions and having them come to pass. The odds are staggering. Many of the odds are so large that we have no word for the number of the odds in the human lexicon. For instance, the odds of the prophecies of Jesus Christ coming to pass written hundreds and thousands of years before their fulfillment are just some of these naturally impossible probabilities. All of life is fraught with probability. The auto and life insurance actuaries have established the odds of whether you or I will return home alive from a trip to and from our jobs or the supermarket, etc. Probability is in fact the foundation of gambling odds. Probability is the basic essence of carnal life. 
in regard to God and probability. Let's suppose, for example, that the chances of a mortal man making certain predictions that are foretold in, the God, in God's word, excuse me, and having them actually come to pass are one chance in five billion. Of course, if one in five billion is the chance of a mere man making these predictions and seeing them come to pass, then conversely, the chance it was God who made the predictions would be 4,999,999,999 out of 5 billion. Betting against God is demonstrably a bad, bad gamble. It is an assured loss. Jesus Christ came to this world against all natural odds, and he came in the volume of the book. Many years ago, I had the privilege of winning a young man to Jesus Christ. One evening, while he was still in the Valley of Decision, I was showing him some of the marvelous prophecies in the Old Testament that foretold of the coming, uh, the coming life of Jesus Christ. He was awestruck by the great prophetic wisdom found in God's Word, and it was these passages that sealed his commitment to the Lord of Glory. Also many years ago, I had the honor of meeting a Hebrew Christian evangelist who had been won to Christ by an old Jewish believer. Just prior to his salvation, the evangelist challenged the wise old brother to show him Jesus Christ in the Hebrew Bible, and if he could, he would consider surrendering his life to Christ the Messiah. The old brother said he could show him Jesus on every page of the Bible, and he did. The challenger became a Christian and championed the cause of Christ. Jesus Christ is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. At the end of time, a city called the New Jerusalem descends from heaven to the new earth and heaven that God will have created. In this marvelous city, which is approximately 1,500 miles wide, deep, and tall, there will be no need for the sun. Revelation 21, verse 23. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Jesus Christ is the Omega the end and fullness of time and earthly functions as we know them. In the very beginning of time, on the first day, God says in Genesis 1, verses 3 through 5, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Light is present before the sun. As you can plainly see, the sun is not created until the fourth day. John 1, chapter 1, excuse me, John chapter 1, verses 6 through 10, speaks of the ministry of John the Baptist in regard to Jesus Christ. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. The old Jewish saint showed the Hebrew evangelist Jesus Christ on the very first page, and on the very first day of time. Jesus Christ is the Alpha, the beginning. In the very first chapter of Genesis, Jesus Christ is intrinsically involved in the creation plan when God says in verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Jesus Christ came in the volume of the book. All of the amazing prophecies and supernatural coordination prove God over and over again. 
Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, nearly 742 years before Christ Jesus arrives, declares, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. The fulfillment of this prophecy is found in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Now the birth, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. The Old Testament prophecy's fulfillment is also found in verses 22 and 23. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. The thumbprint of God can be clearly seen in his marvelous coordination and planning of the events of redemption. Bethlehem was the birthplace of Jesus Christ. It was also the city of the great man Boaz of the Old Testament book of Ruth, who was part of the lineage of the Lord. Bethlehem was the city of David, and the place he was anointed king of Israel. Jesus Christ was of the lineage of David, and he was the fulfillment of God's promise to David in many passages, such as in Psalms 89, verses 3 and 4, I have made a covenant with my chosen, I have sworn unto David my servant, thy seed will I establish forever, and build up thy throne to all generations, Selah. The name Bethlehem means house of bread. Jesus Christ said he was the true bread that came down from heaven, and he was born in the house of bread. He came in the volume of the book. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, prophesies, as do many other Old Testament passages, about the miracle-working Jesus Christ who was predicted to come for the redemption and deliverance of mankind. It reads, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Jesus Christ healed the sick, cast out devils, preached the gospel to the poor and the lost, and raised the dead. Click on to the dead speak for historic proof. Jesus Christ made many astounding statements. For example, he said, I am the light of the world. He is the light of the world in every conceivable way. Remember, Jesus is the true light which lighteth every man that comes into the world. He spoke the world, the stars, the moon, and the sun, the source of our physical light, into existence by the word of his Father. Isaiah again prophesies of Christ in chapter 9, verse 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Jesus Christ is that great light. Scientists now believe that there was radiant light in the universe before the sun, just as the scriptures declare. See earth before the sun on this website. Jesus Christ came in the volume of the book. More hospitals, great universities, charitable organizations, soup kitchens, prison outreaches, widows and orphans support, visitation of the sick, missionary hospitals, homes for the aged, leprosy camps, etc., etc., are supported in the name of Jesus Christ than in all the other world's names combined. More drug addicts and alcoholics have been delivered. More prostitutes and homosexuals have been restored to integrity. More sick have been healed. More minds have been assuaged of torments. And more troubled souls have been delivered in the name of Jesus Christ than in any other. Jesus Christ's assertion that he is the light of the world is certified the world over. 
Approximately 1,020 years before the birth of Jesus, God's word prophesied in Psalms 22:14 and foretold of the terrible ordeal of death that Christ would endure upon the cross. Verse 16 says, They pierced my hands and my feet. Verse 18 speaks of the Roman soldiers who cast lots to see who would own the raiment of Jesus. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. The Old Testament prophet Zechariah, nearly 487 years before Christ, prophesied in chapter 11, verses 12 and 13, that Jesus would be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver, and that the silver would be cast out unto the potter. The actual account is reported in Matthew chapter 27, verses 3 through 8. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself, and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned, and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple, and departed, and went and hanged himself. And the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for to put them into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel, and bought with them the potter's field, to bury strangers in, wherefore that field is called the field of blood unto this day. Again, Zechariah prophesied in chapter 13, verse 6, And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thine hands? Then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. It is prophesied in Isaiah 53, 9, And he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. The Christ of Calvary hung upon the cross with two criminals and was buried in a borrowed tomb, borrowed from a rich man. Surely he came in the volume of the book. Isn't it ludicrous that the skeptics who wax so vociferously in their denial of Jesus Christ have failed to consider that the datelines of this world, their own birth dates, and every day and time are all dated in the name of Jesus? from approximately 4,000 years B.C. before Christ to 2003 A.D. Anno Domini, year of our Lord, every single of the world's trillions of events have been dated in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ not only came in the volume of the book, but he came in the volume of all time. God said in Psalms chapter 40, verse 6 and 7, Sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire, Mine ears hast thou opened, burnt offering and sin offering hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me. God said in Hebrews 10, verses 5 through 7, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldst not, but a body hast thou prepared me. And burnt offerings and sacrifice for sins thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. Man said that there is not one shred of real proof that Jesus Christ ever existed, and blasphemous men say that he was a fatherless child and a sorcerer, or equally as bad or worse, that Jesus Christ was just a great prophet. Now you have the record.